0: Hello and welcome to Unfiltered with Alexandra, a show for anyone interested in healthy lifestyle and positive mindset. Broaden your perspective by listening into casual conversations and unfiltered real talk I have with people that inspire me, many of them I've met on my travels around the world. Hey, what's up my friend, how are you? Welcome back to the Unfiltered podcast. I hope you're smiling and having a great day. Today I'm in conversation with Nicholas Bradley, a dynamic leader in the wellness transformation health and fitness arena for nearly 20 years. He's a licensed neurolinguistic therapist, a breathwork expert and master energy practitioner. Recently, he launched a new online platform called Space for Energy Practice and Breathwork. We had a beautiful talk on the different ways how breadwork can be beneficial to all of us and even how to start introducing this to your children to give them already access to the tools and knowledge they will benefit from for the rest of their lives. Maybe you're on the road to somewhere working out or close it up on your porch or couch. Enjoy today's show. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet, it would mean the world to me if you would hit the subscribe button and share it with your community. I come to you every Wednesday with a new episode. Big welcome. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day. Um, Really grateful to um, have you on here. And first of all, big congratulations with that beautiful new platform that you brought out. Um, That is, yeah, it's amazing. It looks all amazing. And I think it's gonna be a big impact for the world for the people that really need this. Um, I'm going to give you some time and some space before we really dive into the breath work and into, uh, into that space from who are you, what brought you into uh, the breath work and into the meditation to start with?
1: yeah great question well first of all thank you so much for having me great to be with you and thank you for all the beautiful work that you do i love your feed and your site and your message and everything that you're bringing to the world so um pleasure to bring those two energies together yeah um meditation and breath work really started for me as a child being an asthmatic i quite literally could not breathe I had pneumonia a couple times before I was three. Um, I went to the hospital a bunch of times with a blue face. I was really severe asthmatic and could not breathe. And my doctors told my parents that I should swim. And so swimming as a young boy, uh, I would have these very cathartic experiences, laughing or crying or screaming underwater as I was swimming. And I didn't know until I discovered breathwork more formally when I was 18 that I was doing breathwork. It was part of a workout, but I was processing stagnant energy and uh, emotion and, and um, traumatic experience. And, and I realized when I was 18 and I really started doing breathwork more deeply, oh, that's what was happening when I was younger. And so then I started diving into the breathwork meditations more specifically and just had incredible experiences, healing, clarity, understanding. And I was like, I have to do this. I have to do this for myself and for other people. And it became a huge part of what I've been doing over the past 20, 20 or so years now. Okay.
0: Yeah, I can only imagine what it is as a child not being able to breathe and not knowing what is going on, so that then automatically, almost the body is creating that experience. What you said during swimming, that there is that release of, and but not being still aware what it was, and that that only came on a later age when you started to more dive into that. Um, totally.
1: And i think too for people that are working out you know we sweat because of the workout yes but we're also sweating because of the active because of the energy that the breath is unlocking from the myofascial tissue and so you know people are doing breath work all the time through their workouts not necessarily understanding oh i'm i'm in a mindful activity yeah and could be even more mindful if i was intending and focusing my energy in a certain way during that workout
0: yeah i can really relate into that i had a conversation earlier today uh talking with a friend telling her that i was gonna be talking with you today And then she said to me, she said, you know what I am intrigued about? And she's also coming from a background from uh, yoga and herself as well, uh, practicing breath work. She said, how on earth is it possible that in the modern society, there are so many people that do not know something simple as breathing? it's like yeah. we get it you know we get out of the womb we get out of the mother first thing that we need to do is breed and the body automatically starts to breed a baby in principle breeds how it is supposed to be but then yeah. we grow older and i can almost say it says life happens and people lose the connection with their breath yeah do you have anything that Uh, that you can relate into that through all the um, uh, all the studies and all the trainings that you are giving all the people that you meet Uh, any insights into that from how is it on earth possible that people don't know how to break
1: yeah i mean let me answer that in two separate areas Mm. one i think that people don't breathe fully deeply completely because they're simply not taught to they're just not educated you know um our parents aren't you know having they're they're teaching us how to be safe and teaching us amazing things yes but here let's eat well let's clean up let's do all these other things which is amazing but most of the time parents aren't saying and we need to breathe and look here if you exhale all the air out in your lungs you're going to find the true bottom of your breath and then when you inhale you're going to get 20 to 30% more oxygen at the top of the breath parents aren't having those conversations yeah which you know but i think it's just a byproduct of our parents not being educated school systems not being educated and beyond and so children are not being taught mm. to breathe properly and i think in today's world you know where getting into college is so intense being i mean my daughter's in kindergarten she has more books in her bag than i did when i was in high school i'm like what what is happening you know and so the culture that we create the system that we create and the pressure that we end up putting on our children starts this Cycle of not breathing properly, and then we go out into the workplace, and most of us aren't continuing to, you know, get education or receive education that teaches how to breathe. That's the first part. The second part is, you know, I really approach life in these two areas there's the physical experience, the scene world, which is really just five percent of our universe, Mm -hmm. you know, 95% of it is the non physical world, the unseen, it's this space in between you and I right here. And we kind of walk through this space unconsciously for the most part. And we all say that we want to be whole, we want to be complete, right. And so if I'm going to be really whole and complete, I need to be in my 5% non uh, physical seen experience. Mm -hmm. And I need to include the 95% unseen non-physical experience. And when I breathe, I'm receiving that non-physical space, going into my physical body, it's lighting this up, it's keeping it alive. And then I exhale and I reconnect to this non-physical space. And I think this is part of the education that's missing. Like there is physical and there's non-physical, there is seen, there is unseen, but we have to include both to become whole, And the breath is doing both. It's receiving non physical, filling the physical, non physical, filling the physical, and then. It's it's
0: like almost making the people or educating the people more on that what we cannot see. We can perceive it, but we do not really know what it is. Um,
1: And just because we can't see it doesn't mean that it's not there because we feel it. And it's
0: we are living in the space of, yes. of of ourselves and of this whole universe is I think that you said it earlier as well uh, is that, you know, it's quite magical to see that we are just living on this tiny little ball in the middle of, Maybe emptiness, space, however you want to call it, but yeah. it is quite magical that we can be on this ball and that we can be present as humans on that, human beings on yeah. that, yeah, definitely yeah. Um, it's quite a, quite a miracle anyway, to be floating in space and uh, being connected with our own energy um if we are connecting with our own energy in a more uh, profound way, it is also that, at least thats how I feel it, that we can also perceive better our environment. So we know better in the energy that somebody else is living in. Is this as well in that 95% unseen is that we are still connecting in that because it makes part of ourselves.
1: Yes, I think so. I believe, you know, we we look at the philosophy of quantum physics being this huge blanket of energy that is connecting. What I do over here is felt by somebody thousands of miles away. What I do here in this moment, this conversation right here, even though we're not physically together, is being felt by the person next door on the other side of yeah. the world and beyond, right? And so becoming... You know, our energy, I think, is a, we have this technology, we have human technology inside us that mm, sure. wants to speak to us. And it's funny that we're talking about listening, but if we can slow down enough to feel whatever we're feeling in our bodies, let it express, that's a form of technology. You yeah. know, yeah. not only are we not listening to the breath, but we're not often taught to Just feel what you're feeling. It's okay to feel rage, pain, sadness, elation, joy, beauty, all of it, you know. Uh, And as we give, as we're given and as we give ourselves permission to feel more and think less, this technology starts to come online and it's happening within us. Mm -hmm. And then we're also more sensitive, aware, compassionate, to yes, other energies and humans within our field—it's um, very powerful, and I think we're at that tipping point on the planet where we're almost at that point where we—I mean, I think we're already there. We don't have a choice anymore. We have to yeah. listen with our energy. Yeah, it's I not think. what we're listening to; it's the way we're listening to it.
0: Yeah. I think it is also perceiving um, uh, perceiving the small, uh, the small input from energy from other people, if we can really feel into that and also allow ourselves to connect with it. Um, if you, yeah. for example, have, okay, hypothetically speaking, uh, somebody comes to you for the first time, is completely stuck in, cannot really breathe, um highly stressed. What would be the first things that you would, for example, do with this person or ask this person uh to let them at least perceive what it means to fully rate? Are there any any tips that you can uh share with us? That would be the thing where I would be starting with
1: Yeah, I mean there's so many different access points depending on Person, that moment, that day, where they've come from, what the trauma is, if Mm -hmm. there's any trauma. But the first thing is to start with slowing down enough to listen. And so there's permission, there's space, there's patience. But if somebody can just lie down on the table and hear, where you're at is fine, where you're at is perfect, where you're at is exactly where you're meant to be, and you can be here for as long as you need to be here, right? And we just start there, very, very simple. And then the breath automatically will start to slow down, right? And then we'll notice where the tension is in the body because the physical body is showing tension as a response to where there's tension in the breath. Or their energy, and say, then
0: uh, yeah. Would you say that these these um, pathways, these runways, is all in the myofascial tissue, or is it um, partly
1: it's through? Every, it's through everything. Whether you're talking about the meridians in Chinese mm-hmm. medicine, whether you're talking about the myofascial tissue, whether you're talking about the elemental zones, mm-hmm. right? There's all these different rivers of energy that flow all the way through the body. And they're not, And it's not just through the physical body. It's all around the physical body, yeah. too. And yeah. so once we start to slow, I always say as we slow the breath down, the mind starts to follow, the body starts to follow, every, everything starts to follow. And then we have that you know, human biofield, this electromagnetic field, that, if this is the human body here, that kind of cycles this way. It goes both ways right? at the same time as we slow the breath, just like that, as we slow the breath down and the body relaxes and open, then that cycle inside and all around the body starts to flow as well and then your energy expands. But to start with somebody and give themselves, give them permission to be exactly where they are, to then notice where the tension is, to let the energy start flowing, and then there's a whole bunch of other stuff like and emotion is just energy in motion Mm. and we don't pay attention to the emotion and then it gets stuck and then it feels too big and then we don't want to listen to it and then we push it away and it continues to be stuck and then that shows up in cell tissue and now we're in dis-ease of some kind right so it's unlocking like this cycle that we've been in of not listening, of not listening, mm-hmm. because the the symptom is just what we haven't been listening to. But if we start listening to the symptom, and then slowly track back to find the core, the cause of that symptom, but then everything shifts. But for the most part, we're taught to treat just the symptom. Yeah, I have a headache, take a pill, yeah. Done.
0: Yeah, done yeah that is very much um a few days ago um i was recording another podcast interview and she is an ayurvedic specialist and she is the same thing she says you know um in the west we only treat basically the symptom we don't look at the root cause and i strongly believe that the more uh you're not listening into uh, something that has been put onto you It's really like, okay, let's give you headaches and let's see if you listen into that. And you're not listening, it becomes something else more severe. So we are giving every time something more, um, and the moment we don't listen into it, it, only becomes worse and worse until we start like, oh, maybe I should do something about it, and then we can go down again into the root cause of where this is all coming from, where this is all coming from.
2: Exactly. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Are you, um, the program that you have created is that people can practice from within their own homes. Um, Is it different to work uh, individually in bread work as in groups. Um, I have always had experience when you practice, for example, a yoga practice by yourself, it is your practice, definitely. But if you go into a group setting that uh, all of a sudden it is that feeling that all the energies go together, the 95 unseen part that all comes together and then uh, it becomes more and more and it becomes almost massive. Is that also yeah. with pure breath work, in that sense?
1: Yeah, great question. I love, I love the way that you put that together. Um, so the program that I design right now is fifteen minutes every day, mm-hmm. because a lot of us don't breathe, and it's so important. You know, it's a it's a subconscious response physically for the most part. So we do take it for granted, and we're not super conscious of it all the time. But that's I think where we get a little lost. Right. And so I wanted to do something that was super simple, 15 minutes a day with a thing, very straightforward, right? Yeah. When somebody comes to me for a private session and we're doing it for 45 minutes or longer, depending on their energetic constitution, um, the energy can get very intense, right? Depending on what's going on for you, because it's different for everybody. And then when you put a whole group of people together and you do it for 45 minutes or longer, yeah. Yes, there's, I think that's true of any type of class, right? On that, particular yeah. day, in that studio, with that music, with those people, okay. um, just like if people don't show up and they're not present and there's no energy in the room, yeah. which I don't usually allow, because I'm like, come on, wake up, we got to, we got to jump in here. Um, yeah, it can, it can be very, very powerful. But then for somebody that's never done breath work before, even if they're on their own and they're doing it for 15 minutes, Mm. and they do, let's say the heart breath, it can completely change their energy. Um, So the program is the entry point, and that may be very intense for some people, not very intense, but significant for some people, Um, But then, yeah, as we grow and do more individually or collectively, it can be fireworks.
0: That's definitely. So you can almost see that the program is designed as creating um, a daily ritual for someone. I always like to use the word, like, ritualize things in your day and making them very important. So there's not a lot of hoo-ha around it, but I think creating a ritual makes something Uh, gives it more significance and gives it more importance so you're gonna do this daily doesn't matter if you do it in the morning afternoon or evening you can almost see that these 15 minutes are uh are are in this modality uh created
1: totally i feel like life is so busy and there's so much of everything right and if we can just carve out 15 everybody has 15 minutes yeah. We can be super busy, but we can do 15 minutes. And if you know that you're just giving yourself 15 minutes a day to slow the breath down, it allows you to connect to your energy and then hear yourself in a deeper way. And the more we do it, the stronger the muscle gets, the stronger the muscle gets, the better we feel, the better we feel, the more we're enjoying life. Yeah. You know, and, and then we have themes every day too. So whether it's stability or connection, Connection or joy, we are we're training that muscle too, right? So the breath, as well as this theme, that is kind of locking in. Um, it's very exciting.
0: That's beautiful. That's really beautiful. Um, is breath work um, as well almost like a connection between the right and left hemisphere of the brain? There is that sense that the moment that you start to uh, really be uh, conscious into your braiding, uh, connecting into like the vagus nerves, like the runway. Um, and because we're living very much in a rational world and we're always like calculating everything. And the moment that we to tapping in more into our creative side that breathwork work has a big part in that as well. Uh, like we also have with meditation that the moment that we start to emphasize this, uh, it's this runway.
1: Yeah. So let me ask, let me answer that question this yes. way. Cause I love this conversation because I come from more of an energetic perspective when it comes to the breath. And if we look at ourselves physically, we have one mouth. And two ears, eyes, nostrils, right? So when I breathe in, that air is literally going into balancing my sight, balancing my hearing, balancing the hemispheres of the brain, Mm -hmm. it's activating the vagus nerve. It's also activating the thymus gland, which is the upper heart, the upper upper heart, in in a more fine-tuned flow. It's getting it's trying to activate everything into a flow state, right? Mm. So if I breathe in through two nostrils and then I exhale out of one mouth, I'm breathing in balance and then I'm breathing out unity. I'm going in two holes and coming out one, right? Just like if I reverse the breath, if I'm breathing in unity, and then breathing out integration between the two hemispheres, whatever it is, there's a purpose to every breath. Every breath has a color, a sound, a or organ response, an energetic response. It's just, it's limitless, right? But I do believe that the way the body is designed and the breath that we do that follows the way the breath is designed is integrating and designed to integrate everything both sides of our polarities, male and female, both sides of the brain, logical and emotional, mm-hmm. uh, the balance of the heart, the sympathetic nervous system and the parasympathetic nervous system, uh, the right and left side of the body. I mean, all of it is designed to be in balance. But if the breath is constricted, then constriction shows up in the body. If the breath is balanced, flowing, the same shows up in the body and so uh there's also this natural intelligence in the breath it is designed to keep everything in harmony it's designed to do that um and you know i think now where there's enough science now to really get into some deeper work around cell structure being affected by just the breath you know even yeah. if we do something as simple that exhale, the de-stressing breath, <sighs> if we feel that that's a cooling mm-hmm. It's cooling the system down. It's de-stressing the system. It's into the sympathetic nervous system. You don't have to be in fight or the fight or flight all the time. You can cool down and de stress. It's okay. And keep me safe, keep me aware, but I don't have to be in, you know, chaos all the time. So what would it be like if we applied those same breath principles to an organ? okay, this organ is inflamed,
2: mm-hmm.
1: has a disease right now. What if we could just, we don't do those tests right now because we don't want somebody to die, right?
2: Yeah.
1: Of course. Of course. But we're, we're getting to that point now We we can run some deeper studies. So wait, can the breath make that inflammation go down and heal that disease? I think we're nearly there. It's going to be really interesting.
0: I'm nearly there if we take the brat work because this is of course it is all for adults um i've been here in curacao i had the well the honor basically to be integrated into a group for children and they are we're in two groups here between five to seven and the second group is from eight till 10 11 years old um If you're like okay you're an adult and you're doing some bread work at home is there anything that you can start teaching your children if you see that what you just said before as well it's like you know I see my daughter with all these books and all the stress that is put on her but I believe definitely the younger we begin with these kinds of techniques and um, uh, what we have, what would you start learning a child that you say that maybe to give yourself as an example, you could not breathe when you were younger. Uh, what yeah. would you start teaching, for example, to your daughter when she is feeling stress from school?
1: Yeah. Yeah, well, I do it right now. The first thing I start teaching her is when you notice tension in your body because th- they're not going to put all the pieces together oh. yet, right? But we're just beginning the conversation it's like it's like giving them the pieces that you want them to connect later and so i just start educating her and saying you know when you're very tight in the body then the breath is going to get tight and so you want to slow the body down so that the body doesn't feel tight and so rather than making her wrong in a moment of stress when Mm -hmm. she's upset or she's expressing you know because it's very easy for a parent myself included to say, it's okay, don't worry. Like, you know, don't worry about it, try to let it go, you know? Or for some parents, it's more intense, like, don't cry, shut it down, get over it, you know? But that that there right away, you're teaching them to not listen to themselves. Mm. And so everything that I try to teach her or remind myself to teach her is around teaching her to listen to herself you know notice the tension in your body oh i see that you're really upset right now i see that there's a lot of tension in your body let's pay attention to where the tension is in your body where do you feel the tension in your body i feel it in my shoulders okay so maybe let's breathe and relax the shoulders and i usually just follow the de-stressing breath very simply And when she's super upset, I'll say, hey, listen to the sound and the feeling of the breath. Keep keep feeling what you're feeling. Just listen to the sound and the feeling of yeah. the breath. And sometimes it's, and then sometimes it's, she'll be able to slow it down. But I think teaching them to listen to where the tension is, listen to what their body is saying, and listen to the emotion. Where do you feel the emotion? Okay, just breathe into that. Breathe yeah. into the tension.
0: So it's acknowledging okay. the emotions that they have and learning them how to respond with the help of brat modalities, brat techniques that we have, and just learning the right response instead of suppressing that. And ignoring basically the emotion because that is what we have been taught, of course, uh, for so long. Okay, beautiful. I'm to we-
1: sit with her, you know, in the moment that she's super upset. Mm-hmm. I'll sit with her and I'll be like, I'm just going to let you be exactly where you are. I'm going to do the breath. And when you're ready to join me, you yeah. can join me. Yeah. And I'll go in, two, three, four, hold, two, three, four exhale two three four, hold two three four so that's the stability breath yeah. in for four hold for four out for four, hold for four and I'll do this the shape because sometimes the visualization of seeing this is how the breath works for them is helpful as well. you know yeah
0: it's like a square it's a visualization. She's a yeah. child. Yeah. After all, it's these yeah. children. How old is she now?
1: She's five.
0: She's five. Okay. So yeah. um, th- so that the people that listening have a little bit of an idea from a child of five is able to learn this, is able to learn how to respond throughout um, you as a parent, uh, showing them how to break and that they can, because they copy paste everything, basically what you're doing. They can copy-paste this one as well. Totally. Yeah.
1: And I think the key for parents to remember is that we want to slow the breath down. We want to slow the breath down so the mind, the body, the emotions can follow. And so sometimes I do the breath with her and she's breathing fast because she's upset. Mm. But my focus is always on getting her to slow the breath down. What we don't want to do with the children is do intensive breath. That's too fast. Yeah. that then sends their fight and flight muscle into you know takes them into chaos yeah that takes smoke. them
0: into yeah that would be taking them into complete chaos and um, if you for example i see it as well in uh in companies in businesses uh especially what we have been living through over the last year there is like um, a lot of different outings in stress that I can see. People have been working many more hours and then behind small screens. Um, what would this bring to a company to integrate standard bread work to their staff?
1: Oh my gosh. My dream is that every company, business, yeah. in the world mm. would start their day with mm. a meditation. Mm. That would say to their staff, like I say to my staff, don't start work until you've cleansed and meditated.
2: Okay. Done. Yeah.
1: Right? Like we should all be doing that. And as business owners we should really understand that I'm going to support this human soul just to be happier. And if they're happier not about productivity and I've come from that perspective too let's do all this stuff because it's going to increase productivity and it's Mm -hmm. going to like consumer response and blah 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 but it really is like how can I nurture the environment so that this person feels more whole because if they feel more whole Mm -hmm. they're going to do better the productivity is going to be there or they're going to get clarity to go on to their next thing and find what they're really meant to do Either way, there's going to be space in my business for the right person to fill the role, and it all flows from there. But I think that every business should have some kind of ritual at the beginning of every day, and then hopefully some kind of wellness room that they can go to throughout the day if they need to lie down for five minutes or they. That would need be
0: to amazing, to yeah,
1: be, yeah, know? yeah. I, I think I think we'll get there eventually because there are more, you know, executives and business owners and leaders that are really understanding that part of the business impact has to be soulful. How am I really impacting my internal culture as well as my external culture?
0: Yeah, it's the more places, uh, if we create like more places in uh, day-to-day life where there is access to uh, breathwork, meditation, mindfulness in, in these ways, uh, the easier it's going to be for people to start integrating this as well in their own lives, uh, in their own homes. And then the little snowball effect can start become very big. <laughs> very big. Right. Yeah, I would love to see that. We'd really love to see that. Um, so, yeah, then it, it means basically in every modality in life, um, learning to people uh, how to breathe is basically uh, number one. Learning them how to meditate is a number two or vice versa. They're both just as important yeah. to become mm-hmm. uh, more connected to that. An interesting discussion that I've been hearing going on uh, since a couple of weeks is that there is a lot of confusion between what is meditation and what is mindfulness, because a lot of um, what has been sold as meditation is basically mindfulness uh, techniques like I'm aware that you know when I'm cooking this is like my meditation but basically that is just being very mindful in the moment I am cutting my onions and my garlic and I am cooking but that's for me personally I don't see that as meditation do you have any intakes uh, uh, on that perspective
1: Yeah, I mean, for me, mindfulness, you know, the definition of mindfulness is balance between the head and the heart, harmony between the head and the heart. And so, if I'm fully present in any given moment, in any given experience, Mm. and my mind and heart are in sync, I'm in a flow of mindfulness, right? And that can take me into a meditative state but the practice of meditation is to sit and to be in ritual or to lie down or to walk, you know, a walk in meditation. And so I think it depends on where you're coming from. For me, the practice is mindfulness, is uh, meditation. The the way of life, the way of being is mindfulness, you know,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. but somebody may have a different perspective and exactly what I just said might be opposite for them. The practice of life could be let me be in harmony with my head and my heart and be present every moment. So I'm in the practice of mindfulness. Um, And my lifestyle may be to walk through life like I'm in a meditation, you know? So I think it depends on where you are in your journey. It's effectively the same thing. But for me, I think of meditation as the practice, the ritual, yeah. And mindfulness is where I'm choosing to focus my energy in any given moment or experience with the intention to let the head and the heart be in sync
0: It's beautiful just let it be in sync let the world get in sync with that as well let the the heart and the head from the whole world get in sync if yeah. we um, um, take it fast forward uh Nicholas Bradley in Two or three years from now, where what what has happened by then? Uh, where where do you see yourself at?
1: <laughs> I see myself being a neighbor of yours somewhere in the Caribbean. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually have I've had a dream for a long, long time to open a wellness hotel in in Mexico, the Caribbean, the Bahamas, somewhere in Africa.
0: Nice, beautiful.
1: Quite uh, quite literally, the the dream would be to have that opened and have people, it's really a space of transformation, of awakening for people to connect to who they really are and for us to be working harmoniously as a community Mm -hmm. and... I, I really don't feel like eating well, eating in harmony, being connected to your energy, enjoying life, being in this miracle of floating on a ball in the middle of space. I don't yeah. I don't think it is that hard, you know? And so I want to open a space like where it is in active motion and it's not this weird kind of utopia far away thing. Mm. It, it's something that we're living day to day and it is a you know way to teach people how to take that home. Um, so that's where we're going to be.
0: That, that's what is going to be um, the menu for the next couple of years. Looking forward to see that happening. It's uh, going to be beautiful having a space that all these modalities are accessible, easily accessible, and as well all these people that can... Uh, unite and come together and uh, letting that invisible thing that we call energy uh, letting that radiate even wider out uh, through the whole world yeah.
2: um,
0: could I ask you to uh, take the listeners uh, into a short meditation maybe or into a breath work whatever you would like to share
1: yeah I would love that yeah let's do um do a few more kind of active breaths, and then I'll take us into a restorative breath. So we kind of just feel and hum for a little um, Should we do like two to three minutes?
0: Yeah, that's good. Yeah, perfect.
1: Okay, Impromptu meditation. So wherever you are uh, right now, just go ahead and place your feet flat on the floor. Uh, If you're sitting up, if you're cross-legged or in lotus, that's fine. But wherever you are, just gently roll the shoulders back and lift your heart so that your heart leads you through your practice. Just a few moments here. We'll call this a microdose of mindfulness. And then take a big deep breath in. Let a ha sound out.
2: (sighs) Just give yourself a moment to arrive here. Just let your body relax listen to the sound and the feeling of the breath inhaling and exhaling inspiring and expiring just let yourself be exactly where you are no need to get this right or perfect there's nothing for you to get right because you cannot get this wrong. You're simply choosing to close your eyes, to be here in this moment, right here, right now. And you're choosing to be in this moment for you. Everything's an art. Right, there's an art to everything, and if we can choose to stop, blow the bump down, we are practicing the art of just being here with ourselves, and if we can be here with ourselves, we start to hear and feel and see from the perspective that we really want Right here, take another big deep breath in. Let a ha sound out. <sighs> Notice how in just a few moments, the sound of relief and arrival and the breath is already shifting. And then let's engage the de-stressing breath. So this breath goes in through the nose, out of the mouth. And it sounds like you're blowing out a candle on the exo. Breath sounds like. Continue that in your own time, in through the nose, out of the mouth, almost like you're blowing out a candle a few feet down in front of you, like the sound of a wave on your exhale. This breath pulls stagnant energy up in your head, down into your heart. So we're opening up the channel between the head and the heart, cooling your system down, and letting yourself arrive into the breath into your moment, into your heartbeat, into your feet, and allowing everything else to fade away behind you. Three more. Two. Last one. relax gently roll the shoulders back and lift the heart Let the body relax let your mind let the environment let anything that's going on let it all just be it's going to be there let it be there and just notice the sensations maybe tingles maybe subtle energy moving the tingle's a response to your breath, reminding you that the breath is opening space cell and energy. And so we use the breath to ignite energy, and then we let go into that energy. Let the mind, the body, the let go into the energy that the breath has created that you have created Just go to flow through the body in a more fluid way. Just gently breathe in through the nose, out of the nose, gently rising and falling like a wave. Nowhere else for you to go. Nothing else for you to do except to let go into the sound and the feeling of your breath. The sound and feeling of nature, of you. When we slow the breath down, the mind, the body, the environment, our internal and external energy starts to sync up with truth, with clarity, with who we really are. Not who we think we're meant to be or should be, but who we are by nature. Take a big, deep breath in. Let a ha sound out. Ah. Gently take a hand and place it on your heart. Take the other hand and place it on your belly. Your connection with yourself, and then switch those hands, opposite hand, opposite spot, connection with self, and then slowly open your eyes. And into the rest of your day.
0: Thank you so much. That was wonderful. That was beautiful to have a tiny experience from all the beautiful things that you have to offer this amazing world. Um, is there any last words that you would like to share with the audience? Um, For anything that you would like to share with them?
2: You know, I feel like we are. I feel like a
1: lot of people are wondering why they're here and why they're here on the planet at this crazy time but mm-hmm. really to be here because we wanted to be something, be part of something really incredible. And I think it's something that we need to start listening to more and feeling into more
2: mm-hmm.
1: we're here because we chose to be here and we are here collectively because we were the ones that said, we want to do that. We want to go there and create the shift and change and transform the way we've been doing things into the way that actually honors every single person every single breath every single culture every single country community and beyond and it's not what we're listening to it's the way we're listening to it if we can slow down and listen beyond the symptom honor our feelings and emotions we, we hear and feel ourselves in a new way. And that's when we really start to change the world. Um, it's, go, it's gonna be so beautiful to
2: watch how it all evolves. It's gonna be amazing.
0: How everything is gonna come together. Yes, everything will be all right at the end. Um, if it's not all right yet, we're not there yet. So we just continue. Breathing, meditating, living, smiling, and loving, definitely.
2: Yeah. Um, and think-
0: yes, <laughs> definitely. I want to thank you so, so much for uh, your time, for your sharing. Um, where can people find you best? Is that yeah. website, Instagram?
1: Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at Nicholas Prattley, N I C H O L A S P R A T L E Y, and the website is space dot com. That's space with an eight, so S B letter uh, number eight C E dot com.
0: Okay, beautiful. I'm going to put everything in the show notes as well for everybody to click through easily. Um, I'm going to wish you a wonderful day. Thank you for connecting in the digital space right now and looking forward to connecting in person one of these days very soon.
1: I would love that. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you.
0: for Thank you. Good night.
1: Good night.